All right, we're back. Welcome back to the Malapert Smart Podcast. We got Elimination Chamber to talk about today. That was last night where we live, three of us, here in Los Angeles at 2 a.m. None of us stayed up for it. We watched it the next day. For analysis today, I got the wrestling expert, Vlad. Thank you for joining us, Vlad. I'm happy to be here to discuss some more wrestling. And I also got Robert, the Frozen Asian. Thank you for joining us also. Of course, of course. And he brought brought mommy with him, so that's always a treat. Oh, yeah, there was your background. Cool. I just noticed that. Well, (laughs) any uh, thoughts about the show? Did you guys like it? Did you think it was worth staying up for? Or did you miss out by not staying up late? Uh, I mean, no, I did like the show for, for the most part, but I don't think it's something that I needed to stay up until five in the morning (laughs) or something like that to to watch live it's fine if i got you know saw it in the morning with without having to like balance sleep and all that stuff so i'm happy that i still saw it but don't think i missed out watching it live it's fine (laughs) robert what do you think Uh, overall thoughts maybe general general thoughts we're we're gonna go through the individual segments right but yeah we will but just generally did you like the show was it a a good show yeah, so I I don't think it's worth uh, staying up all night for, so which is why I didn't. <laughs> so what happened was I uh, I tried to go to sleep early last night. Actually, is what I tried to do, so that I could wake up as early as possible to watch as much of it as I can. And I ended up waking up at like five thirty and saw like the second half of the show. And uh, I had to wait a few hours later for Peacock to replay it, to you know, to be able to watch the replay. So a few hours later, I watched the first half, even though like they spoiled the result of it at the end. But um, <clears throat> I mean, for a PLE that's not considered one of the four big ones, they sure made it look like it was a big deal. The the stadium looked beautiful. The stadium and the crowd, it looked like a WrestleMania crowd for Absolutely. sure. So it looked it looked amazing. But yeah, but it, I I did enjoy it, but no, I, I wouldn't have stayed up for it. All right, well, let's go through some of it. That is right. really a nice looking stadium. But uh, on from the inside and outside, it looks amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it, looks, it really looks tremendous. Like, it's yeah. like what literally by some body of water. Mm-hmm. That looks that looks really cool. All right, the women's elimination chamber. We got Bianca, and we got who else? Raquel right Rodriguez. Down. Bianca so far is your favorite out of these two, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Tiffany Stratton coming off of NXT in a pretty big match right off the bat. Yeah. But she's already had experience. She's been put through the ringer, right? I know Robert watches NXT, so. Yeah. Well, she's had some matches with, with Becky Lynch, I remember. Yeah. Liv Morgan, all right, former world champion. Don't expect her to win either, but still good competitor here. Naomi probably got the coolest outfit, right? She glows in the dark. Her shoes have lights, too. And she just recently came back. Becky Lynch. All right, who would you say the favorite would be out of Becky and Bianca? Based on the segments and the uh, Raws leading up to this, Becky Lynch, for sure. Yeah, I have to agree. If I I hadn't watched the Raw segments, I would have said it's between her and, and Bianca, but based on the previous Raw episodes... They pretty much telegraphed her victory. <laughs> yeah, based on that, yes. But Bianca's been like a really super strong yeah. character. Hardly sure. ever gets beaten for real. All right, so these were the first two in the ring, Naomi and Becky. All right, 
let's skip through the match. I'm gonna skip like five minutes in. The next person who came in, we'll just go through who came in, Tiffany Stratton, alright? Who was the next one after this? Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan was next after that, okay. <clears throat> so I think there's gonna be an elimination here before the next competitor comes in. Well, I know there is an elimination. I don't know if it's right before the next person comes in or not, though. So Naomi did a sunset flip powerbomb oh, oh, you're onto right, Liv Morgan right. and gets rolled up by Tiffany Stratton right That's here. That's right. Okay. All right. First, first elimination is Naomi. All right. Well, that's a good pinfall for Tiffany, making her look good. Let's see who came in next. Raquel. Raquel. All right. All right. Let's skip forward a little bit. All right. Next one was Bianca. Yeah. Now it's getting serious, right? Now some of the serious competitors are in there. Bianca got a good spot later in the match, you would think. Yeah, that's true. She should be that's fresh. True. Let me skip forward a little bit here. Okay, so here's one of the high spots. It's uh, Liv Morgan. Let's see if you guys want to rate this off the top <laughs> of the pod onto Raquel, who was yeah. in between two of the ropes. Hit her with her ass. Yeah. That was pretty solid. That was pretty yeah. good, you know? Pretty dark in this elimination chamber. I don't yeah, know why. Dude. It seemed like the lighting wasn't as good as it usually is for WWE. Well, here's another one of the big spots. It's, yeah, this, it's the, this is probably the best spot right here. Tiffany yeah. Stratton up <clears throat> on one of them pods in the corner and waiting to catch her at the bottom is Bianca, Becky Lynch, and Raquel. Three of the yeah. biggest superstars in the WWE universe. Tiffany says it's, it's time to do something crazy, huh? Like Sammy Guevara. She's channeling her inner Sammy Guevara. Yeah. No, but I will say I'm I'm actually been quite impressed with Tiffany Stratton, her brief appearances on SmackDown that she's had. She's actually quite good. I mean, as a character and as a wrestler. I didn't know much about her. I didn't really see those matches with Becky Lynch, but I'm quite impressed, I have to be honest. She's better than a lot of the women already on the main roster. She's doing really well. I think they found a good one here. Like, she's a great heel character. Like, perfect. And, right, and well, man, her, her fake slaps are perfect. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you saw, I, I don't know if you saw her slap on Bianca on SmackDown. She oh, yeah. laid that in perfectly, yeah, nah, man. She did. she did. She smacked the shit out of her, man. I was like, woo yeah. Well, there God. she goes. Well, and you saw the crowd reaction. The crowd was actually rooting for her. You know, they actually wanted her to go. I don't know if they wanted her to win, but they wanted her at least to go yeah. farther. It didn't seem like that big a move off the top rope that Liv Morgan hit on her, but that was it yeah. for her. Good showing. Yeah. But good showing. All, all, for the most part, really good showing for her. This, this is like her main first time pay-per-view on the main roster, right? So good showing. All right. So here's the next spot I have bookmarked. Let's see what happens. This, oh, this is the end of Raquel right here. She's going to yeah. get Kiss of death by Bianca, which is pretty crazy how she could yeah. do that. I mean, so, obviously, that's fantastic. I mean, that shows so big. What, what, what kind of athlete and the strength that Bianca has. Bianca is, like, the best. At, she's probably the best athlete amongst both men and women. She's incredible. As, yeah. uh, as from, the athletic, yeah. from an athleticism standpoint. She should go over, man. Well, I think the only reason Becky... Well, we'll talk about that later, but yeah, let's sure. let's finish this match. All right, so this is the end of Bianca. This is how she gets eliminated. She's going to get rolled up by Liv Morgan after... Well, she doesn't hit the KOD on Becky, but Morgan from behind pulls her tights. 
fast elimination. And then in quick succession, this is the end of the match, too. Yeah. Becky hits Liv Morgan as soon as she turned around, and that was it. Before you knew it, the match was over. Well, anybody want to say anything about the booking? Well, I, the only thing I'll say, I mean, I'm fine with the booking. I, I, I have no problem with Becky versus uh, Rhea WrestleMania. The only thing I'm a little puzzled, or uh, maybe I'm, I don't know if I'm in the minority about is why Liv Morgan is always like at the end of these. I don't find her interesting. I mean, nothing against her person. I don't know her. She's probably a fine human being. But as a character and as a wrestler, I think she's way below all these females. Like, I don't understand why they keep putting her in these top spots, which she's just not a top character. She's not a top wrestler. I'm a little puzzled by I think by she it. is, man. I disagree with I, you there. I don't think she is. I don't think I she like is. how she, she sells. Earlier in the match, she was taking punches, screaming. You know, at least she was... She, she registers. Screaming? Yeah, she registers. What she registers the damage that's being okay, taken. So you're saying she sells well. Okay, maybe she does. I'm not sure. I haven't really seen anything that I've been overwhelmed with with her or impressed with with her ability as a wrestler. She's tiny. I know Becky Lynch is tiny, but Becky Lynch at least has a personality. And that's the only thing I'm, I'm a little confused about. But other than that, this was a great overall match. It really showcased all the females there quite well. And I don't really have a problem with it. It just kind of makes me wonder what they are going to do with Bianca because I really thought that they were building up Bianca versus Rhea at WrestleMania. But I guess it's going to be Becky, which is fine too. I think Bianca... Well, let me let Robert go first. Okay. Yeah. What do you think of the booking and all of it and the match and everything? Well, I mean, I, I kind of said it already that uh, Becky's win for me was already telegraphed based on the uh, raw segments leading up to it. So I predicted her to win just based on that alone. Um, If I hadn't watched those raw segments, I I would have thought both her and Bianca Belair were the two favorites. I I do want to make one comment besides just the booking. I do want to talk about Tiffany Stratton a little bit. (laughs) Wow. Boy, oh boy, does Australia really love Tiffany Stratton. Like, <laughs> every, every, every single time she got attacked, whoever attacked her was getting booed. Like every, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Uh, and then anything that she did well was cheered. Um, so, yeah, they, they were clearly cheering for her. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that they wanted they wanted her to necessarily win the whole thing, but they were definitely on her side. So. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, she's she's great, and I, I see a lot of star potential in her. I think she can be a really a big superstar for for the WWE female roster. The only thing about her that I I wish she did change is like the whole Tiffy time thing. I don't know. Maybe I just something have to get used to it because whenever she does this, I'm thinking of Damian Lillard. The oh, Dame, that's the that's the Dame time. That, that's Dame time to me when she does that. So I don't know. Maybe in time I'll I'll think of her instead of. Damian Lillard whenever I see that, but that's, that's just me personally. Um, it hasn't yeah. been Dame time in quite a while, but maybe this year in the playoffs. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But but that that that's his thing. So when, when she does that, I'm still I, I'm still in my head thinking Dame time, not Tiffy time. But yeah, she's she's great and um clearly cool. Australia was on her side. Yeah, as far as the booking, yeah, I I, I I don't have any problems with uh, Becky Becky winning because she's been a top star for a long time. Uh, so it, it's not like it didn't make sense. I still think Bianca has been 
has looked stronger in, mo- in the more recent years. But yeah, Becky's still one of the top stars, so it, it's not a surprise, and especially given the segments in Raw where it, it, it clearly shows that WWE was, was uh, moving towards a feud between her and Rhea Ripley. Well, I would say I think the reason they booked Becky instead of Bianca is because Becky probably makes more sense logically to do a job for her, you know, like clean. Yeah. I think that's probably what it's going to be. And Bianca, I don't I don't know if it – you don't – WWE are smart. They don't let their stars lose clean for no reason. So they wouldn't have sent Bianca out there to lose to Rhea because they need them both to look good for the coming days. So, yeah, that's why I don't think it was would have made sense to book Bianca versus Rhea. Although it would have been kind of the more juicier match, but who's going to win? You know, unless there's some kind of shenanigans or something. But I think it's WrestleMania, and they probably want just a victory for Rhea, and it'll be a good match, and that'll be that. So, all right, let's move along. Yeah, I, I think, Kaylin, you're right on that one. That was a good point. Kevin Owens acting like a maniac. <laughs> all right, so let's move on to the men's chamber match, all right? He is a maniac. Look at him. <laughs> Look at the state of him. Kevin Owens, the first guy, first entrant into the chamber. Not first, he's not going to start the match, but first guy to get a ring walk first entrance. Guy, sure, right. These took forever, by the way. This was... Oh, yeah, six entrances for star six entrances characters. Long the ring in this huge-ass stadium. Yes, well, this is the almighty Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, right. The ring entrances took forever, I guess. Probably also (laughs) not going to win. First two characters, no, no, right? I would say not, no. Logan Paul, also probably a no. No. But he's really good. I'll show you some highlights from Logan Paul a little later in the match. but Logan Paul is a tremendous, tremendous achievement in, in how good he is for someone that didn't grow up or work ever in wrestling prior to like the last couple of years. It's pretty amazing. Randy Orton. All right, another former WWE champion. Huh? Yeah, he's, he's, some would say he's one of the greatest of all time. At least on a list of somebody's, right? Well, yeah. Maybe. He get, I mean, he, well, he doesn't get mentioned as much as when, when people talk about like the, the best. I'm not saying he's the greatest ever, but I'm just saying he might be on the really, list. Of... He is really good. <laughs> he's consistent. He's been around for a long time, continuously, so... And he's a legit star. He's a legit star. Drew McIntyre. All right, now we're talking. Now we're talking contenders. I would have said Randy Orton is even a contender for this one. Yeah, Orton was a contender. For sure. L.A. Knight? Yes or no? Contender, Um, yeah? Yeah, I would say say he's a contender. I would say he's a contender, yeah. Based on his... Sorry, Tim, go ahead. No, based on his recent, how they've portrayed him and his strength as a character, he's a contender in this match. He could win, definitely. technically. Yes. Based on how they've been booking things, though, I definitely, same way that uh, Robert favored Becky, I definitely thought McIntyre was going to find a way to win this match, or win the match, basically, right. you know? Yeah. yeah, based on how much he's been featured in the storyline, it seemed yeah. that way. Yes, and, all right. I mean... And you know I've been praising the guy a lot, and he deserves oh, yeah. it. He's, he's been, been doing different. really good work lately. He's, he's been doing tremendous. Probably the best work of his career, by far. All right, let's skip a little bit into the match. All right, so LA Knight and Drew McIntyre started the match. Okay. They were the first two in. Let's see who came in after. Oh, it's Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, okay. Let's see who came in next. 
I'm gonna skip forward about four minutes. Oh no, that's Lashley. The one thing I'll say about Lashley is amazing. He hardly looks like he's aged at all. Like I, I don't know. understand what his secret is. I mean, he's amazing. Yeah, he he found the secret to eternal life. <laughs> he must because he's found the fountain you know, of youth. You know, they were showing that video sometimes of you know with him and and uh, Trump and the whole yeah. uh, Umaga thing, and he looks identical in that whole. He looks exactly the like, same. Looks, <laughs> I, I mean, that was what like. 17, 18 years ago, it's incredible. I would kill to be Bobby Lashley. I mean, that, yeah, all props for him to staying in that in, in top shape, but mostly he just doesn't <laughs> look older either. Yeah. No, yeah, and he looks awesome, man. He looks like jacked. Yeah, he's jacked. He's obviously jacked, but yeah, it's amazing. And he's like in his what? He's got to be in his mid 40s, right? So yeah. Let's skip forward a little bit. All right, so the next one was Randy Orton, second to last one coming in. So yep. Logan Paul got the sweet spot of being the last guy to come in. All right, so interesting thing about Randy Orton in this match was him selling a back injury, right? So another yeah, yeah. He another really ex- <laughs> another example of yeah, he sold WWE. it. All right. Well, I, I consider good. it an example of WWE respecting their superstars and giving them an out to not just fucking lose easily for no reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were, they respected his character. He didn't just get yeah, beat beat clean. He tried be... really hard. He fought valiantly. But he's I'm gonna, gonna show you the. Sell, he's gonna start selling it right after this. Yeah, it's gonna be this this part yeah, right, right here where right he's gonna this, uh-huh. give Kevin Owens a DDT off the middle oh, rope. And, and what he lands on his back. Uh huh. Yeah, he and lands then, on his oh, back. But you know what? He's... Back. Sorry, Robert. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, no, I mean back in the days. The old elimination chamber used to have like chain link floors on the outside. Now it looks like a padded, wonderful place to land on. <laughs> but he's trying to sell it like, yeah, it's it's the chamber and it's not the same thing as as like a regular ring. Okay, so he's gonna sell that back injury, literally the whole match for the rest of it, Bret Hart style, right, Vlad? Absolutely. If you're gonna that... sell an in- sell sell an injury, sell it well, man. Bret Hart's speciality, huh? Man, sometimes it got annoying to me how Bret Hart would be limping the whole time. But There's an art to selling, and Bret Hart mastered it, as he mastered <laughs> mostly everything about wrestling. Overselling. No, but I love Bret Hart. It's better to oversell than to undersell. Well, oh. there's, a, there's a limit to how much. There, there should be a limit to how much you sell, depending on what's being done to you, obviously. But, yeah. Dolph Ziggler was really good at selling. Yeah, he was amazing at selling. Yeah. Here's Randy Orton again. Gave LA Knight a backdrop, and then now he's in pain. Selling it. This part was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Owens waiting on Logan Paul, and he's trying to stay inside. He's like, I ain't coming out. What the hell? Dude, Logan Paul took some great, like, damage here, dude. Selling selling is amazing. (laughs) This is hilarious. Kevin sucks. Did you see that? The, it said Kevin sucks right there. On the, <laughs> was that? On yeah, on on the um. On the glass. Uh, I think yeah, on the glass. Yeah. Let me rewind oh. it. Yeah, he, he yeah right. Oh, go rewind it a little bit more. Right there, Kevin sucks. Oh, he he drew that. He like, drew that. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. That's why he was so pissed at him. <laughs> no, these sense. guys must. They must be having something going on on Raw, right? Or SmackDown or something. I haven't yeah, no, yeah, I, mean, I didn't watch SmackDown the night before this, man. I didn't have time. So I just jumped straight into 
Yeah, Elimination yeah, Chamber. They've, they've been having the thing, though. They've been having that thing since yeah. the Royal Rumble, so they're probably good to go for for WrestleMania match, you know? No, this was Bobby Lashley. Oh, through the... Uh, ah, yeah. That looks painful. <laughs> can't be pleasant. I, don't, I know that's not glass, but still, that can't yeah. be... That can't be pleasant. Oh, <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Dude, Logan Paul looked like he was genuinely afraid of that before it happened. I would Hell be yeah. too. Wouldn't anybody be? You got, you got Bobby Lashley, jacked up guy, coming to football tackle you out of your, out of your, you know, off your feet and through some, I don't even know what, like I said, what that material is that they're in the Elvis Chamber, but, you know, it looked kind of painful. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, nobody likes Logan Paul, no matter what country. All right, so here's an elimination, I think. Oh, it's AJ Styles. How did, how did he get into yeah, the ring? I, I couldn't see how he showed up. Like, I just saw him. He walked in through the front door. When Lashley got eliminated, oh. he, he came in. He came in. Ah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. It's supposed to be a cage match. They got to find a better way to get these people out of there. Well, well they got to open the door for these so, guys. To I leave. guess this, this is setting up a WrestleMania feud between LA Knight and AJ Styles, looks like. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, that's fine with me. It's, it's as yeah, good as a, it's a good a distraction either. as any. He's got to get his mind away from the Universal title, so he's got to do something. Well, not everybody can be, you know, not everybody can fight for the championship. You got to do somebody's got to do something else. All right, so there's going to be a Styles clash, and that's going to be the end of LA Knight. For anybody who wanted him to win, I'm sorry. We've said it before that AJ Styles is one of the best in ring workers, like Absolutely. of all time. So McIntyre pins LA Knight. All right. All right, so this is Kevin Owens elimination, I think. He's just going to Randy Orton's going to take a kick to the stomach here and just push him away and RKO him anyways. So I don't know. Okay, it's fine. He didn't sell that kick to the stomach at all, but okay. He found it somewhere deep within him, right? The voices gave him some extra power. He can't concentrate on, he can't sell his stomach and his back at the same time. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's I don't know, I thought that was kind of a weak elimination for KO, to be honest, but okay. Maybe, maybe. I don't know, I thought it was, I mean, it was a, took, it was an RKO took, out of nowhere. Yeah, he took his finish. What do you want? Okay, so this is Logan Paul's elimination, <laughs> which was so ridiculous. I texted Vlad about this. This is the most ridiculous elimination. One of the most ridiculous eliminations I've ever seen. He's just, yeah, I agree. He's proud of himself that he's going to use these brass knucks, but he's got to tell the whole stadium. He's like, look, he wants the people all the way in the top decks to see that I've got brass knucks here. Hell yeah, here we go. Didn't About he, to do did it. He see About to where, do it. Where, where, <laughs> did he see where the... out of nowhere. <laughs> didn't he see where anybody was? When he was that was that not out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> Well, it was out of nowhere for us because yeah, we didn't have, the, of the, cam camera we didn't have the camera because of the camera angle. Took way too long. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't make him look very intelligent just standing around with that brass knuckles waiting to get RKO'd. I agree with that. All right, so Orton with his bad back is going to go up against Drew McIntyre for the last few minutes of this match. 
Let's move forward and see what happened. Here we go. So it looked like Randy Orton was dead to rights again. And RKO out of nowhere. Man, Randy Orton really looked like a superstar in this match. But he's going to get hit by Logan Paul's brass knuckles. He never left the ring. There's got to be a better way to get these guys out of the ring. This is not fair. But okay. My criticism of the Elimination Chamber match. The door opening and everything. Some cage match. Okay. Well, and it, I, right I, when they get eliminated. To... Sorry, right when they get eliminated, you expect them to roll out of the ring. Like they've just been severely knocked out and pinned for three seconds. And they're supposed to roll quickly and get out. It takes forever. It's a lot of time yeah. for someone to get into the ring. Sorry, what were you going to say, Vlad? I was going to say real quick that the only, my only slight problem with the ending of this one was when McIntyre took the RKO, he literally like got up so quickly to cover, he just like got on top of him, like he wasn't like selling that he just got RKO'd. I don't know, that's my only slight, slight criticism. I, I'm fine with the result and I'm fine with the winner. I, I think this is the better choice than anybody else, like Orton or anybody else, but still it's like, you know, they could have figured out a, a more neater way to get to where they got to anyways, but other than that, no, comp no real complaints. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense more for the storyline that's been happening. I mean, Orton is a star that could have main evented WrestleMania in that spot, but yeah, it's Drew McIntyre now. Any comments yeah, from Robert? It... Or, sorry. Go ahead, Vlad. You finish first. Oh, oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, it's McIntyre's time, I think. I mean, they've been really doing a good job building that character. I think they should continue on that, on that progression. Robert? Thoughts about the men's elimination chamber now that we've been through both of them? It wasn't bad. Um, I enjoyed the women's one a little bit more. Now, but I, I do have to say, that, you know, similar with uh, Becky Lynch's win, the TV shows, uh, both Raw and SmackDown, um, pretty much telegraphed his victory here as well. So I, I don't mind the booking, but I just wish it for future elimination chambers, they don't make it as obvious. But, you know, the matches itself were fine. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the main event. The main event of the evening. It's Nia Jax against Rhea Ripley, the hometown girl. They're in Australia. They gave her the main event. She's the women's world champion as opposed to just the women's champion. But okay. <laughs> so here, here's Nia Jax. Vlad, what do you think of Nia Jax? Well, not much. To be honest, I, I, I was really interested to see what kind of match... I think I texted you right before we were, I think we were watching at the same time, like what kind of match Rhea could get out of her because she's a difficult person to wrestle with and get a good match out of because she's so large. She's kind of a move, you know, you can't really move her around that well. She doesn't move that well, but so I was really curious what they were going to do here and what Rhea could get out of her as far as a quality match. And um, you know, without giving much away, I thought they pulled off of, uh, definitely the best Nia Jax match I've ever seen without question, but yeah, I know you were just asking generally just about Nia, so that was where my thoughts on Nia specifically. So so far you haven't been impressed with her, basically. I mean, is there a reason to be impressed <laughs> with her? I well, don't know. She, if she could, sure is an attraction, me... man. I mean, it, when she comes out, she looks like larger than well, she's life. Big, so so well, yeah, she's, she's huge. Yeah, that's that's an attraction in the world of wrestling. You know, they. I don't. I don't know if it's just me, but I, when I saw her in this match, I, to me she looked like she slimmed down a little bit. Um, she didn't look Jax? as big as. Yeah. I uh, thought she looked bigger than usual. 
personally. <laughs> I got okay. the thought that I was like, oh man, they must be letting her eat whatever she wants. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably instructing her. You did say that. You did say that. Well, I don't know if she looked any bigger than she usually did. I actually think this is the way she always looks, to be honest. But I, I didn't see any. So I'm going to split the difference. I didn't think she was slimmer, and I didn't think she was heavier. She's, <laughs> but, uh, always, gonna... she's always okay. this big. <laughs> but, um, all right, all right, enough about the physique then. But, but I, I do want to. Um, <laughs> Pretty much echo Vlad's thoughts on what he said about Nia Dax. I, I think she's very unsafe to work with, at least. You know, uh, mentioned her... that part of it, but yeah. So yeah, like uh, <laughs> I was worried that something like you know uh, an injury could happen in this match, and generally the one-on-one -on -one matches I've seen with um, Nia Dax weren't that great. So I didn't have very expectations for this all right well let's move forward and see some of the work i guess and i'll just let some of the early parts play for like a minute and see if we have any thoughts about it and then i'll move on to some of the highlights of the match all right so we're watching nia Jax just take a bunch of punishment from Rhea. <laughs> standing on her feet though yeah hasn't been brought well Nope, yeah, I've, I've never seen Rhea do that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a little of her Karana type thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. She was going all in, man, for this match in her hometown, her, her home country. All right, well, let's move on to the big spot, or one of the big spots. There was a couple of big spots. But... So when they go to the outside of the ring a little later on in the match, we're going to see... Nia Jax fly through a table onto Rhea Ripley, right? Oh <laughs> Is that my what God. happened? I ha my, my heart was in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried for both of them, but specifically Rhea. <laughs> 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 like, this could go wrong so many ways. Oh. She could trip, she could fall, she could fall yeah. on her, the she table could land on her. The table doesn't break. Table well, it didn't break, break for that one, so it wasn't yeah. ready it to break. So, well, I knew one way or another if, if Nia was going to jump off and... Look, she's <laughs> jumping off, Nia's jumping off a, a rolling chair, a chair. too. Yeah, a, a rolling chair. chair. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, crazy, crazy. And jumps Absolutely onto crazy. Rhea and destroys the table. I mean, a woman of her size, that's crazy. And throws her back in the ring. And then she gives her the... Uh, what is her, her move called? The, well, I the Annihilator? The Annihilator. Oh, okay. I never heard of that, but... I used to, I just still call it the bonsai drop. Yeah, and it looked Yoko good, Yuna. but Rhea kicked out. Vlad said she kicked out too easily. I thought she pushed well, just, her off. It looked like a struggle. Well, I mean, like, ah, get off of me. I don't, I don't know. Like, how, I think she how just took else? so much punishment. She just took so much punishment. I don't know how else she could have kicked out. <laughs> That's true. I, it's not maybe so much that she kicked out too easily. It's just so much that she took so much punishment and then she was able to kick out. Maybe they shouldn't have. Done so that, you think that you should know. have been the end of the match right there, Vlad? Well, obviously, no. I, I don't think that should have been the end of the match. But I also don't know if she should have given her her finish like that, especially after she just took a beating on the outside. I All think right. that's my point. Logistics, psychology, that's my point. All right, let's go to the top rope superplex spot. Yeah, This, this was... is Nia Jax going to the top rope, which everyone oh my God. the stadium oh my was God. like, what the hell is going on? I was having a panic on? attack. I was having another panic attack. I'm Why is she match, going but... to the top rope? But <laughs> they like... pulled off the superplex pretty well. Yeah, Nia yeah. injured me? There's a sign that says Nia injured me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, I just saw that. Fantastic. <laughs> well, they looked past all that dangerous work, apparently, that she did. They, they need her to be an attraction on this show. Ah. Uh... Come on, man. I mean, I isn't... Oh, okay, well, let's discuss about Nia in a sec. I don't want to... 
we'll just wait on why she's in this position in the first place. Well, this is the riptide to end the match, which nobody thought she would be able to put Nia Jax in. But also, they, this match went off. She got really her as high as, yeah, yeah, really she got well. her as high as pretty good. So there you go. Rhea's going to be the champion heading into WrestleMania to face yeah. Becky Lynch. All right. Who wants to give their thoughts on this match? Robert? This was easily the best Nia Jax match I've ever seen. <laughs> now, yeah. keep in mind, I, I, I did say earlier that I had low expectations based on her history. But, okay, ha having said that, this was actually pretty good. Um, I also want to say... Um, I, I, I love that Rhea Ripley uh, is main eventing a PLE. Uh, I know this is her, this is in her home country, but I, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing her main, main eventing other PLEs, even the ones that are not in Australia. Like I, I would have no problem with that. Um, yeah, of course in WrestleMania, like if, you know, Roman Reigns, whatever Roman Reigns is being involved in, the more than likely he's going to main event, but yeah, I mean, she's a big star. She's very over. Yes. Why not put her in more main events? So this is awesome. Awesome to see. All right, Vlad? Yeah, it was absolutely the best match of, of Nia Jax's career, at least that I've seen. I mean, if somebody could, if somebody wants to show me another one, I'd love to see it. I've never seen anything at all to come close to this. As far as Rhea, I mean, she's a star. She looks amazing. She treats herself like a star. She's presented as a star, and she, she does everything flawlessly and I think she carried I mean she carried this match I mean I don't know people want to argue like who called this match or who called the spots and whatever I would assume Rhea did because otherwise I don't think it would have gone off as well as it did I think she's just one of the best women's wrestlers and forget women's wrestlers she's probably one of the best wrestlers in the world uh, at this point she's tremendous she's she is as as over as you could possibly get without having to work crazy amount of matches or like having to work repeatedly every week. She's just on her personality alone, she's gotten over. And that, I mean, and of course she is also a great wrestler too, but I'm just saying personality takes you a long way in this business and it's taken her to basically the top of the industry. So good for her. She's made evented in her hometown. That must've been a nice feeling with her family. That's really cool. And yeah, it was a great night for her. Uh, probably a good night for women's wrestling that they could, you know, that, a, a woman's match was the main event of one of their... I mean, I know it's happened before, but still a nice showcase showing how far we've come with women's wrestling, at least in the WWE. You know. All right, all right. Well, this is the road to WrestleMania, so we got a few more pieces of the puzzle to go into our idea of what might happen and who might face who. The one other thing that happened on this show was Cody Rhodes, right? He was on yeah. that Grayson Waller <laughs> effect segment. Seth Rollins was there too. Once and for all. Cody, I admire your challenge to the rock, but when it comes to the bloodline, you know, the entire world knows there is no such thing as one on one. So if and when the rock decides to take you up on that challenge, just know you won't be fighting that battle alone. This this smile that Cody gives every time Seth tells him, you won't be alone, I'm going to help you. It's like, oh, because he's helping me. 
I, I got this. I'm going to win now for sure. I can't believe it. My dream is going to come true. Wow. Do you think that's the smile that he's showing here? That he just he's like, wow, it's, it's really going to happen. Military. I'm really going to finish my story. Wow. Hey, we have another, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Another that's that's anyways, what you wanted to show. That's what you wanted to show just to make fun of Cody's smile. Yes, but anyways... Oh. That's the other piece we got. It wasn't really much new. He did say that before on Raw too that he would have his back at WrestleMania. So it's kind of a but, but the, the waste of a segment, is, like, in my opinion. Well, but, yeah. well, sort of. But what does that mean that he wants to have a match with The Rock? Does that mean that they're going to have a? I mean, obviously, it can't be a WrestleMania. So are they actually going to have something? Are they teasing something just for a later date after post WrestleMania? I don't know. Just worth. <laughs> talking about i guess of why that's even been brought up there is going to be a match cody versus the rock i that's what was my prediction from last week if you guys you don't that. remember you, you did you did so but you think because the rock is going to cost cody at wrestlemania and that will by the way is this wait what yeah. he has three lenses on his and i just know i i haven't been paying attention <laughs> and now that he's yeah. right in front of me oh my god okay well it's hard to take I'd like to take Seth Rollins seriously, and then he shows up in these goofy outfits, and and then, then I. This is I, actually uh, less goofier than usual for him, actually. But okay. Yeah, uh, but so the three I, le- the I do. I, I do want to make a comment regarding this segment, though. Um, a little bit earlier on in the segment, Cody, it, it sounded like he was gonna talk about what the the conversation that he had with The Rock, uh, that led to the decision, you know. For, to to step away from that WrestleMania match, I think he was he was about to talk about it, but yeah. then but then Grayson Waller uh, interrupted with, Wait, "You're talking about the People's Champ, right?" And then and uh, Cody had to respond with, "Well, you know, for him to be the People's Champ, he has he has to be with the people." And then so that is right before that, it sounded like he was going to discuss what the conversation with The Rock was about, but then they pivoted away from it. And I was a little upset about that because I I wanted to know what that conversation (laughs) was because we've talked about it before in uh, previous episodes where that that was still like a plot hole, right? And so I was really curious as to what was said between the two of them, but they didn't didn't go there, so... Oh, well. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's true. No, we're going to forget about that. What was said between them was that he was going to step aside and let him do it, but then he started making fun of his fans, calling them crybabies, and that changed the whole story. So, Okay. Well, I wanted more details on that conversation, but okay. I guess we're not now, getting that. Fuck The Rock. He doesn't want to talk about when he was hanging out with The Rock. Now they're enemies now. Well, yeah. It happened, but it happened real back. quick. Yeah, no, but I think Robert has a valid point. They, they could have actually explained that a little bit more uh would have been better for the for the angle in the story they're trying to tell but it's fine i mean if they don't they probably don't have a really great explanation so <laughs> so it's fine they didn't either if i would have made it things worse just based on them having to try to create one out of, out of thin air well all right that's all for this episode of the malapert smart podcast we encourage you to subscribe for future content as we're heading into wrestlemania our experts here, Vlad, the wrestling expert, and Robert, the frozen Asian. Thank you for joining us for our review of the Elimination Chamber and to talk about the upcoming WrestleMania that we're all looking forward to. So you guys will hang tight. We'll record some more content for the week. We're going to talk about AEW a little bit. You guys want to do that? 
I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Tony. Thank, Thank you, Tony. Tony. Thank you, Tony. Oh my okay. God. Yes, let's talk about AEW. We'll see you guys on the next upload.